0: Welcome to the 28th episode of the National Institute for Gamer Review. I am DK.
1: I'm Lewis and like a fire sale on wire hangers, this is happening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, we got news cut uh, yesterday on the third rail uh, pretty hard with the um, Supreme Court uh, story on uh, this leak about this opinion about abortion. I'm sure that people will be, you know, there's tons that's going to happen with that in the very um near future in the meantime we wanted to continue our um, discussion of elden ring um because there's just a lot i think to to discuss and um as we said with with uh with Laritz, uh there will i think definitely be a third part i i can anticipate a fourth maybe even more i mean i'm not you know we'll see how much the game gives us to to work with but so far it's given us Quite a lot, I think. Um, so, so yeah, especially I guess for you because you haven't. This again is your first uh, FromSoft game you're, you know, tackling in a serious way, right?
1: Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, and yeah, I'm actually currently stuck. Uh, stuck?
0: Okay, cool. Tell me more.
1: But it's interesting because 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 of the mechanics of the open world, you know, you kind of go in one direction as far as you can, right? And then you get stuck because the enemies are too tough, or you can't figure a puzzle out, or a boss is too tough. And I am currently in a place where there are three bosses I'm trying to f- defeat at once, and they're all too strong. So
0: interesting, and yeah, typically grinding is not the way to go with these um, with these games. Are you tempted to grind, or is it just like what what do you anticipate is the the way to resolve uh, the?
1: So what's funny is that uh, one of the things I'm stuck on is the. Uh, and, you know i can just go around things like i can go back and do minor stuff and clean dungeons out and stuff but uh I'm, i've from what i've heard <clears throat> that so one of the things like i'm stuck is on is the black blade teach uh the boss that gives you the ash for that for that summon and that summon is supposedly the one that the thing that really gets you past the other two bosses i'm stuck on which are uh the uh Ma- black black blade malekith and uh Millennia who are like the two, two big, like the two, I, mean, I think, I think the community is pretty, pretty, uh, content it's like the two hardest bosses, I think, according to the community, or, so I don't feel totally off base, that, uh, you know, they're really messing me up, but, uh, apparently this summon is a really good counter to both those bosses, because they're both the bosses that I struggle with, which, which are bosses that, uh, they, they hit you very fast, so it's hard to learn the, uh, Okay, the the pattern. Okay, so
0: this I think is a great opportunity to um to to talk about some of the stuff because we we were also talking about this a little bit um you know before the show and and um I think it's interesting. So I guess I didn't play Sekiro, so I I don't know. I don't believe there was a this kind of summon thing in Sekiro. I'd have to I would have to double check. Um, definitely wasn't in Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Um, it, it seems like an interesting um I don't know. It it's It's not presented as an alternative to uh, human-multiplayer cooperative play. Uh, I believe, in principle, you can have both, uh, you know, you can summon a human to help you or be summoned by a human to help you and do the Ashes kind of NPC summoning thing. In practice, um, speaking for myself, I... I've kind of, I just have ignored, I just haven't even, it just hasn't even registered as a thing really to do. And I understand that, you know, the, the, I think that one of the, the the chief benefits, if not, maybe in certain ways, the chief benefit is, is just drawing aggro, right. And, and, and having another body in the arena there with you, Mm -hmm. um, to, to fight the boss with, I just like, I don't know what, what, you know, I, I, um, I guess I find human players typically, um, more beneficial or it just hasn't even like occurred to me. And I've noticed that when I have, you know, um, cause I, I also like to, to, um, cooperate and, and you know, put, uh, put my someone si- sign down and, and have people summon me to help them with their fights and stuff. Um, I, I basically ne- very, very rarely, um, do I see anyone, uh, in doing the cooperative multiplayer, um, who, who does one of the ashes summons and I don't know that that it's interesting that there's this kind of bifurcation of, I guess, people who um, go around harvesting a bunch of glove grave glove warts and upgrading their summons and, and so on. Um, and, and, and that's and there's certain there's, there's other benefits to that, too, of course, um, uh, primarily that you it's it's not it's not luck of the draw. And you don't have to wait around. There's no, you know, um, connectivity issues. There's there's a lot of convenience I think built into it, in much the same way that the kind of NPC summons, which the game occasionally gives you, especially um, in that first fight with Marget, Uh There's that. There's that. It, it's it looks like a human, but it's not right. It's a it's a AI. Sorry, go on, uh, yeah. What were you gonna say?
1: Yes. So, not, so in fact, uh, Mark, that what they they just that one is just there for Margit. Almost every major boss fight has one of those. you just have to like do some stuff to find it and unlock it. I think all of all the major boss fights uh, they're, not, they're not they don't they don't like pop up unless you do like a side quest about the boss or some kind of side quest. Um, sometimes I think a few even have two like you can the thing is the game is very good about if you bring in like the AI summon or the AI not or the AI NPC the other quest person. It's like a reward for defeating the quest, but it does make they do buff the boss to compensate for that. So, it's not a true like summons mm. don't buff the buff the boss. Right. That yes,
0: that's it. another important difference. Is that and humans then, and, and and it can make the fight way harder than it would be just by yourself. Like there's I, I've noticed some of the um the tree guardian fights. Like I I have soloed a couple of those, and it's really like I actually quite enjoy those fights. I find them very um. Um, edifying in terms of what the game is even getting at. Maybe we can talk about that a little more later, mm-hmm. but um, I, I really enjoy, and, and soloing them really isn't that bad, um, but on, on uh, a couple occasions, actually it was funny, so I, I try. I put my summon sign down to um, help in a dungeon, like one of those little side dungeons, and I got summoned like same place on the map, just way above it, <laughs> to one of those uh, fights, and the fight was way harder because he had way more health, and and so the sometimes the scaling with the human summon, the, you know hu- human um, yeah. companions will fuck you for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, also, I would, I, uh, I think there is definitely a case that the Ash system is designed to be a replacement for a human NPC because there is one Ash that just clones you and all your gear so effectively is a human player It just clones the player character and all his gear and all his health well nothing's at a health penalty but he can heal so it's a weird gray area but there's absolutely a a substitution for a you know a, a human player in that case although some are just fair are very interesting like you know and of course there's all kind of lore stuff behind it as well there's you know and also they can be, uh, it's a good way that they can like, you can, they're not necessarily rewards, because usually you you to like, or it kind of is a way, some of rewards, but like, if you meet a cool NPC, sometimes the reward will be like, you get the ash of them to help you in fights, so you can kind of keep NPCs that are cool around. That yeah, way.
0: yeah, yeah, right, yes.
1: Or also that they're all based off enemy types, mostly. So it's like, hey, this enemy is, like, barely bothering you, or you find this enemy obnoxious to fight. Well, you know, you can use this enemy on your side now, and it's, it's like, a cool, like, you know, reversal, because... So there's... If you're fighting a boss, say, with, like, a really big, deep health pool, but it moves kind of slow, um, and, you know, you really... If you find you're getting damage when you go and getting close, you can uh, summon an Ash that is relatively weak on its own. It's not... It's low health. It's a single entity. But its attacks will slowly build up uh, the Scarlet Rot effect, which is like a poison effect uh, in the game that slowly drains the enemy's you know health pool, and it's and all these kind of like little mechanics that certain enemies have that are really annoying to deal with in the open world. um, You you most of them have an ash that allows you to kind of like you know put these mechanics that you find annoying and are so disruptive to you. Put them on your side and kind of hoist the enemy by their own petard, and it also I think it grants a big sense of a kind of we'll talk about, I think a lot about later about like fairness, and how fair certain mechanics are in the game, and I think uh, the nastiest enemy tactic or the whatever most unfair thing that the devs pull on you with a certain enemy uh, becomes a lot more fair if you can do it yourself. Uh, the really annoying eagles with the with the knives on their feet. There's one ash that does that, so you have that fighting. For- alongside you uh you have one that does scarlet Rot. you have one that can uh kind of teleport dodge um all this kind of stuff and uh it's really you know it's a it's a it's really nice to have them on your side for once uh almost every enemy type even has just a pure clone of them like the uh those really obnoxious knights with no heads that uh throw stuff at <laughs> throw, throw their lance at you that are really yeah. tough yeah there's one of those and it's great it's it's and one of the you know, those knights, the knights with the two two swords that just mess you up real fast, that are hard like throughout the game. There's one of those, and when you can see them on your side doing all doing all, also, they're not like they're not quite as powerful, obviously, because you're weaker than a boss. So that when they hit a boss, it doesn't do a ton of damage. But they are not like toned down in terms of like mechanically. Like they they will hit, they will be they will stun the enemy. They will attack as fast as they do when they're. You know, playing against you they're not they're not really nerfed in the sense of um like they don't know uh, they're not like they're not like super, nothing really super effective against you and it's not super effective uh when you use it in terms of like me- animations and mechanics they won't do as much damage obviously because a boss is a boss so like certain things that one shot you won't one shot a boss but they will do a pretty good chunk and they can definitely stun lock help you stun lock a boss for sure if it's a big a crowd there's also like multiple summons like so it's a
0: i've actually had a lot of that was uh one of the things that that stuck out to me on as a that brief note and maybe we can talk about fairness um after that um or maybe this is sort of part of fairness is is that um it's not clear to me how to inflict stagger on bosses like i i haven't done it oh, reliably please yeah
1: uh so i mean i know you're trying to not use wikis or whatever because i didn't i couldn't find this out myself but i kind of did but i confirmed it so bosses have two health pools. Obviously, they're their visible health pool and an invisible, you know, poise pool or whatever you want to call it. And L one attacks do almost no damage to the poise pool, uh, but heavy attacks do. So if you're using only heavy attacks, you'll notice you're you're uh, knocking bosses down or okay, interesting, know. yeah.
0: But I've uh, i tried because I've sometimes I'll like like that's what I, I guess I, I very rarely use just the straight heavy attack. Usually, when I do, it's it's um.
1: As part of a jumping heavy.
0: attack, yeah, and sometimes yes. I'll stagger them after a jumping attack, but usually not. And and yeah. sometimes I'll stagger them after a bunch of light attacks, but usually not. And it's just it's been a little frustrating for yeah. sure.
1: Uh, a a conventional heavy is the is as the most poised damage. So like Interesting. Not,
0: okay, you and know, I'll try uh, to use those more. And you
1: probably so like you'll so if you from what from my like kind of back of the napkin math and memory, if you're using an All heavy attacks on a boss, which is very hard to do, you'll probably down them. What maybe four times in a fight, and if you use only lights, you'll probably down them once. You know, if you want to do some like kind of math on that.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Um, So you're not going to do a ton of because the bosses have some bosses obviously have a little poise as well. You know, to be on the enemy type. Um, But yeah, that's how that works. There's there's an invisible, poise, bar that you can. but you can you can you can drain it. Um, I've noticed also like certain spells are actually really good. There's a spell where you throw a rock at somebody, like a big rock. Um, and oh, that
0: the, the on, what is it like? It's a series. I've seen one that I think it's onyx. It was a series of four rocks, right, or something like that. There are many. R- there are many rock spells. Okay. Um, yeah. The
1: one, the one that is I I've, I've tried. There's one that's a ton of small rocks that's really shitty in my opinion. Um, but there's one that throws a single large rock and it does a shitload of poise damage.
0: Yeah, that sounds useful.
1: Oh. Um, yeah, it's also other it's, it's, it's slow moving and 90% of bosses are not slow, you know, and they can dodge. Uh the, end, the the there's a lot of mechanics in this game and almost every boss is it's very difficult to find like a a a, a really a mechanic that you're especially one if you're not built around it. Like every boss has a best way has a, you know, a build that can deal with it the best. But usually the bosses are also like not, won't be like insta-killed or, you know, sunlocked by any kind of mechanic. They tend to be able to uh, adjust to anything pretty well. Uh, bosses that you wouldn't think can dodge that heavy rock will dodge that heavy rock pretty consistently, unless you're firing it from up close enough that they can mess you up pretty fast. So every, everything is pretty much uh, balanced in that respect. It's, I I've I've had... I only had a few bosses that I've been really able to uh, really mess up with the Scarlet Rot effect because a lot of them I, th- I think aren't meant to deal with that one. Uh, a lot of double entity bosses too. Have you have you fought any like any double bosses yet? Not yet. So there's bu- there's bosses that have like just two bosses where they have I- different health bars, but they also introduce two bosses where it's two bosses but they share the same health pool. Uh, and I found out you can. Knock like a, a poison or a scarlet rot effect on both of those, and it drains twice as fast because two things are hit with the poison effect. And uh, with that thing, I got past the uh, the skin duo, which are considered a very hard boss. On my first try, like it wasn't even, like it wasn't even like a big deal. Um, I had a summon and I had I had I had a spell that could put scarlet rot on them. So I you know the, the summon aggroed one of them. I ran. Like health, and, and then, you know, pop these spells on them. And then after that was done, I started, you know, I, then I started the boss fight after having, you know, popped this double poison effect on them and took them down pretty quick. And, you know, I, I, I found that's. But most bosses have, like, counters for the poison at a certain point. Uh, probably like the hard bosses. They'll, they'll just be very hard to hit with it. Cause slow, the poison attacks are very slow. Or they'll simply, uh,. It'll do like a little bit of damage, but they'll just be immune to the poison because that's what we're talking about. Che- what we get to cheating. Like most bosses are not immune from to poison, but some just are, and it's it's just yeah that way, you know? right. Okay,
0: so let's 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 drill down then into into this um, a little bit because I think it's it it speaks to just what the game is and what um, Miyazaki's doing, uh, which is uh, we've talked I think before about. Um, video games as a kind of instrument. Uh, I think FromSoft games exhibit that more than most um, in terms of just giving you a kind of set of, like, almost like, you know, musical keys or, or strings on a, on, a, on a violin, right? Things, you know, you can play with, things you can do um, and and sort of letting you, you know, setting you loose. Um, the trade-off is um, or or the kind of, oh, I guess, maybe the, the other whole of that is that the the author the designer the person whose our artistic vision is ultimately informing the um, the the experience or the production of the experience is um, presenting the player with a certain kind of challenge or I mean typically right I mean I guess you have like walking simulators and shit like that but but you, the, the the primary means of communication um, is is the, the designer is presenting the player with with a certain kind of challenge, um, and so th- within that, there's then you know th- there's, there's this whole interesting thing about um, difficulty settings, for example, right? And what is the game? Um, what is the game balanced around? I've been playing XCOM two because uh, you know Mike. Was inspired me to play more XCOM 2, and he has this uh, awesome uh, swastika windmill of friendship mod that you can you know put the flag um, happy windmill on your um, on all your XCOM player on, on all your you know your soldiers and and that's a lot of fun and, and I thought it was an o- opportunity because I, I mostly play on classic and I hadn't really played much with legendary, um, so I started I started some legendary I was trying to get through in a legendary campaign and I found the experience basically just not fun and and you know i'm sure you know you could call me a pleb or whatever if you want that's fine um i actually saw a bunch of people talking in in forums about the game like experienced you know veteran players who basically only play on legendary just straight up admitting um that a legendary run is determined by the first five missions essentially the just what the um procedural generation gives you in terms of enemy placements and, and stuff like that. And um, it, it's kind of out of your hands out of, at a certain level, like how it's going to go. And I, and, and that strikes me as, I mean, okay, like I understand, you know, maybe in the mid game and late game that, 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 um, that, that, that legendary um, uh, setting may in certain ways be more challenging in a good way or more rewarding than, than classic. But it, 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 that, strikes me as an indication that that admission on the part of players who play and like to play that difficulty setting that actually that difficulty setting is kind of broken um and that it really only exists um like the game is actually the the design intention is built around classic and you know other modes are kind of included if, if you just are a certain kind of masochist right that that um that you can you can do that um, and, and really, if you think about it, um, which I, I was thinking about it in, in connection with this episode, um, like the thing about computers is in is, code is you can basically set the challenge to be arbitrarily difficult or arbitrarily easy. You know, you, you can, you know, if, if, if you want to, you can make it. So, um, the, the boss has an arbitrarily large pool of health and your, um, attacks do an arbitrarily small amount of damage. For you know, essentially, without this is unbounded within just like the practical limits of physical reality as represented in the code itself. Um, so, like you know, challenge for its own sake doesn't really you know you know some people I guess like the experience of beating their head against a wall until it breaks. I do not. Um, and and so it becomes a question of tuning. It becomes a question of like what. Um, what specifically is the um, is the challenge that the designer is is putting before you? And one of the things that I really appreciate about um, about Miyazaki and and, and Fromsoft uh, is is he doesn't provide an easy mode, but he also doesn't provide a hard mode. Like there's no equivalent to Legendary and XCOM or, you know, like Super Secret. I mean, there's New Game Plus, but that's a different thing, right? And then the new game New Game Plus does scale, but it also only scales. I haven't checked for Elden Ring, but I know in literally every other previous game, I believe it plus like New Game Plus 7 is like every other new game, that's as hard as it gets in terms of the, the enemy scaling and, and stuff like that. Um so so that tells me a lot actually that tells me that there's been a lot of thought that's gone into you know enemy placement and and all that kind of stuff and 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 that it's really a fine-tuned um experience that's being provided it's like okay this is what i am giving you so so then the question i think becomes um why is he
1: putting jumps jump scare enemies (laughs) that drain 75 percent of my health yeah right yes (laughs) precisely (laughs) yeah
0: precisely or if the, the ogs from dark souls will remember the um the skeletons, there's, there's, a, there's one, um, it's a jump scare, it's a jump scare that you can't see, it's from off camera, and it's a giant skeleton that kicks you off a ledge, and it's just fucking out of nowhere, and you're just gone, you're just dead, like, and, and, and it's complete, it's just total bullshit, um, but, you know, then you know that skeleton is there. And, and so there's an interesting kind of dynamic. I actually think that the, the, the jump scares are less like that to me at a certain point is more about, um, emphasizing like, no, you will die. You, you have to learn like, this is the the number one thing with this series with, you know, the, the, the design philosophy. For, for all of his games is, you know, you will die, you will fail, but you will learn as a result. You will improve, and, and even if the improvement at first is just the knowledge, it's it's that meta-level knowledge um, of the game and, 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 you know, what's in it that will help you to succeed the next time. I, I think that's a, in a slightly different category than things like, yeah, bosses that are immune to certain status effects or whatever.
1: Yeah, and I guess, so... I guess we could just talk about that kind of stuff where boss, like, uh so it sets up, like, what I think a fair boss fight is early on and then changes that pretty fast, you know? So it it kind of, it does set an expectation of, like, you'll be able to use your summons, you'll be able to use, you know, XYZ items uh or they'll be effective. And then it's very, you know, common that, you'll just run cuz you have to make your you have to make you have to build your character around a certain kind of attack or damage or whatever. And then you'll just hit a boss that's immune to that status effect and you're kind of just screwed, you know? Uh there are bosses that don't get scarlet rot or don't get bleed or don't get uh, lightning status effects or they or they're strong like uh a lot of enemies that are weak to magic damage I think really mess me up sometimes cuz I, I don't do a lot I don't do Any magic damage, as far as I can tell, um, and that's just, and, a lot of, uh, you know, there are whole boss types that, you know, will just, mess you, like, don't apply to your build, or it's, you know, you'd really struggle with those, and, uh, that's kind of just the way it is, and, uh, it's good, because it forces you to, like, you kind of do, rely on certain crutches, uh, I know I have, and they've been kind of taken away, because, uh, I found i I can deal with bosses that are slow-ish. Or not slow, but like, you know, not hyper fast. And hyper fast bosses will just really mess me up. And I gotta get better at, you know, dodging that initial, you know, damage and their attacks. Because I kinda I, I kinda get weak with, you know, using using spirit summons to aggro them. Uh, using a bunch of big slow heavy attacks to mess with their poise and, you know, down them. But these fast Bosses, you almost never. It's very difficult to you know break their poise. It's very hard to hit them at all, and uh that's kind. of That's much. That's really where I, where I've been struggling.
0: Have you tried getting up in their face?
1: Yes, I've been stuck at these bosses for a long, <laughs> yeah. long time. Well, I what, I, what I what yeah sorry go on the game the game does uh let you dodging toward a boss is often actually pretty good even though you're that was to the big backwards. lesson what
0: I was referring to earlier about like the the tree guardian or whatever I forget the. I forget what they're called, but you know what I mean. The, there's like these, yeah. the, 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 the mini. Horseman, yeah. yeah. And uh, no, well, yes, exactly. Yeah. And they got the big, they're basically like a, like a sort of mini boss version of Margit is sort of how I classify them without all of his abilities, although they do have one very annoying um, range spell. But um, yeah, I was, I was really, cause like I, I noticed my, my um, so, so Dark Souls and a lot of the previous games or at least, you know, yeah, a lot. And to this game, even to some extent, I've noticed people like Laritch was talking about uh, using a shield. There's a lot of shield play. There's a lot of standing in place. There's a lot of kind of um, avoidance. And I was trying to play that way, and, and it, it really feels. I mean, the da- the game does a great job in terms of visual and 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 uh, sonic di- direction to. Um, like the the bosses are scary and imposing and like you you feel afraid of them and you want to put distance between yourselves and them it's like they're coming at you and they're coming at you fast with a huge sword and you're like fuck right and and so the instinct is and and be, especially because you have this tool of this dodge roll that's so good and you you the the instinct is to dodge away um, well also yeah. one thing, I think
1: if you don't play these games the dodge gives you like fighting game style iframes.
0: yes exactly
1: a big deal, right? Like you cannot get hurt as if you time it perfectly, you can get hit with an attack, like a big AOE attack will hit you but not damage you. So you you like being in this iframe state is advantageous to you, and you can kind of cause this thing where you panic and you just dodge, 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 create as many iframes as you can, but and you get fucked up exactly,
0: yeah. and it just never works. So what what the the lesson that I learned from these uh, tree guardians that I enjoy sparring with is. Um yeah you roll towards them and you 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 get in you do a bu- And that was the other i guess thing with the stagger was i i just um do a bunch of dps and don't necessarily worry too too much about stagger with uh, you know two or three or or sometimes even four but usually two or three um light attacks and then dodge as they're as they're coming and and that was the the other thing that i noticed was um the um Attack animations for the enemies. Like the first time I really noticed this was with Margit, and it was it was causing me trouble in that fight. It was really the only thing about that fight that caused me much trouble, and, and then I've seen it replicated elsewhere, especially with those tree guardians, is um is that like normally in a game, um, especially like you know third person action game like this, uh the the the, the, the designer rewards you for noticing the enemy about to attack in a very grug way. It, it's sort of a one-for-one one, like, you know, the enemy starts telegraphing, the, the boss or whoever starts telegraphing that they're going to attack. Um, you notice that you jam on your dodge, evade, roll, whatever, um, and then you don't get hit. That is not that is not how these fights go. The, the, the wind-up on their their attacks takes a long time. And you have to kind of, first, you kind of have to know like just based on the timing of the attack when it's going to fall part of which is also just not instantly like you have to train yourself you see him this big scary dude coming at you with this big scary sword you have to train yourself not to immediately try to roll away one of the things i noticed though is that also gives you an opportunity to get hits in um before you um before the the attack animation completes, and you and you um, you know, you have to roll away at the appropriate time. So it becomes, at least in, in for my character, the way I'm playing it, um, kind of like a hit and run thing. But and I, and I find that generally pretty effective.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, so have you found out figure out on those guys that this is the, this is the Tree Guardians? Uh, they have like a they're you know they're, they're a knight. They have a sword, like a sword and a shield, or some weapon and a shield. If you stay on their shield side, they have a more limited move set. That's less effective than if you go weapon side. No, I didn't.
0: I'll try to. So I'll if, try. To, so if you roll yeah.
1: to their shield side, they have a. I think only. I don't. Know the, I didn't look into it that heavily because I. But I just noticed that they have fewer moves that are less devastating on their shield side. They can like hit you with the shield, but it doesn't do as much damage. It's not as you know long range as when they do the big you know hit you with the sword, or the lance thing. So, Interesting. You know, there's. Yeah, there's a little bit of realism in that, you know. That you you do want to be shield side of somebody. Absolutely, yeah.
0: You don't want to, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, one thing I noticed so on that on that topic too is is, and I kind of I was aware of this trap just from having played um, a fair amount of Dark Souls and Bloodborne of um, not always locking on. Have you have you learned that lesson or? or
1: uh... Yeah, so I actually played the first the, the first because I'm new to these games, pretty pretty new. I played like the first six hours without even using it, like any kind of lock on. When I realized that was probably a mistake, and a lot of enemies are probably well in
0: certain on. ways, but also kind well, of because, not because it, yeah, because well, lock on is, is, is a trap. It's not that it's not useful or that you shouldn't ever use it, but it's especially in boss fights, um, like you gotta learn to disengage, it's it's yeah. critical.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I definitely noticed that like enemies that were flying or low to the ground, if it wasn't like if the enemy was any kind of at a different level than you, all like either it's below you or above you or you know, moving quickly, lock on was the only way to get like actually a good hit on the enemy because you'll just like swing at the mid-level if you don't uh, lock onto somebody. There's no like downstroke or upstroke really uh, in terms of attacks unless, you know, you lock onto something. So, but yeah, it, I have noticed that it's definitely, a tra- especially the dragon. The dragons are really good teaching you that and they're everywhere. Yes. The like dragon will, Yep. Uh, because you, you also, because, because it locks onto the parts of the dragon you can't hit. It locks onto their chest or their head. And to fight dragons, you gotta be like hitting their legs and stuff and wings, but you, you won't lock onto those. So you have to break lock and then mess up, like hit attack their legs because that's you know the part on the ground, or you'll be you'll be under it swinging your sword at their head or chest and you're just missing it, uh, like a retard. Which is, you know, It's a good way of teaching. I think the dragons are good enemies because they're pretty tough and they can one shot you or or two shot you with a lot of their attacks, but not but not all of their attacks. So you have some staying power fighting them. They're also they're pretty slow, and they they'll definitely teach, teach you mechanics really well in that respect.
0: I find them useful for uh, mounted combat training. <laughs> I, I again kind of yeah. ru- you know run in on your mount and um, wail on them for a little bit, and then and then get out. Yeah, but that also helps you avoid uh, the big AOE attacks.
1: Yeah, there's a big AOE attack boss in uh, later on that I don't think you've gotten to. And there's this cool thing where there's a, one of the summons is there that, uh, you know, like the NPC summons, if you do certain stuff, if you bring him in, because he summons actually after you, after he you his summon point is actually inside the boss arena. It's not, uh, like before the boss arena. So if you summon him in, he will, uh, he comes in and he doesn't, doesn't give the boss a buff in terms of health or anything, but he will disable you using your own mount because that boss fight lets you use your mount if you don't summon him in. Which obviously Interesting. is a big AOE it's a big <laughs> yeah. AOE boss and your mount's really good to have to avoid his like big stupid it's stupidly massive AOE attacks. Um, But, but this this uh, this NPC is obviously like a really almost like a hard counter to the boss. So he's really useful to have but you will get messed up if you bring him which is so it's, it's, it's a good you know one of those balanced things. I, I actually did it didn't even know you could use bring him in and I used to use my horse and you know all the, the, the skills you learn fighting dragons to uh, uh beat him first try which I had some RNG help of course but uh,
0: hey man well was. okay so yeah so that to circle back to our um, to the previous thing then like yeah it's it's interesting like what's fair then right I mean given like yeah. especially we're, we're this kind of a game which really is um, I mean, generally speaking, the souls games are, are kind of sandboxy, but this game is definitely the most sandboxy, I think to date. Um, you know, kind of is like, I mean, I, I, you, well, why don't you talk about your experience with cheese? And then I'll, and I'll, um, I'll say some stuff.
1: Uh, sure. Uh, I, I think, so there are certain like bosses and things that are like just ex explicitly meant to be like dirt, nasty and mess you up really fast. And, I think I, and but also there are like, and they seem almost intentional in some ways, like there are things you can do where you can uh, position yourself, like not, like if you see a really hard mini boss, right, and you can get above them in like on the, in the open world, even if it's like really far away from this thing, but you can see that mini boss. It's very common. You can hit them with like a bunch of arrow, like 40 arrows from your crossbow from far away. Even if you're not a crossbow build, which I'm not, because you, ha- you can just change weapons to it, and I don't feel bad about that at all. Even though I'm like not fighting the enemy, because it'll like two shot you, and it attacks faster than you can dodge, uh, and it's like in a tiny enclosed space. It's clearly meant to be a challenge, and yeah, you can if you if you really want to, you can go in there and like fight it with pure skill, and you know, have a very high level skill, but. It's it's clearly like unfair. Like, hey, there's this area that there's this tiny room. This enemy does an AOE attack of basically most of the room. Um, why don't you go in there and fight it? Right? It's no, I'm not. Or you can you can like there's there's certain bosses that you know you can actually see them from really far away in the open world, uh, in their boss room. And there's like a if you can see them if you're close enough. You can like fire an arrow at them from that far away and actually like, kill them before you even you know, get them, see them, and I, th- I think that's fair, like, there are, there are the edit, they, they are, they will take away certain things you have, they will, you know, do all this stuff to you, all this stuff to you that's, you know, not, they kind of set what a fair fight is, with like, I think Margot and Godric, and they, then they start breaking those rules a little bit, and it's, it's, it's it's totally fine to break the rules back. Um, yeah, that's not I, like yes, I agree. Overlevel yeah. yourself, there's like, there's limits to it, but if there's there's one boss in like in one of the areas that's really hard he summon he he actually it's one of those like uno reverse card things he has his own he has his own summons like he he will summon in stuff to mess you up uh, and it's really strong it's, he gets multiple summons you only get one but there's a window in his you can see into his boss room before you go into it and you can just mess him up with arrows and it's a whole boss so you do that to, a lot of mini bosses you can do that too you can hit them from like outside of the room but there's so there's and it seems almost intentional because it's a tiny window. It uh, it's
0: definitely no intentional. Uh, I there's a there's a, yeah. so I one the first trap that I fell into, which I also like avoided, because I, I, I well I'll, I'll tell the story. So in in um in Dark Souls, there's a fairly early encounter with a dragon. I think I mentioned it's the it's the fire dragon. It's it's like kind of a it's a set piece fight, and there's a that's that iconic um. There's a bonfire on the right side of the the bridge of this castle with the gate on the left side leading further into the game, and it's the same. That's this shot that's recreated at, at just immediately after the um, the Margit fight. Um, that dragon you can, because um, I was doing the wiki thing. You can shoot arrows at its tail, like I don't know, 20 or 30 arrows, and it will drop a sword that is essentially op for five six hours into the game um however that sword scales like dog shit so it's a kind of a um it's a kind of a trap of like the designers the designer put this thing in there that you can use and yes you can you can essentially cheese the boss with arrows from a distance you actually have to kind of get underneath the bridge and anyway um, and and then you get this item as a reward that's really really good but if you invest um the you know essentially sword upgrading items that are very very rare into it you're essentially wasting them and dooming yourself um so it's kind of like a new player trap in certain ways like intentionally and so yeah no i i I mean given given that 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 the ability to shoot arrows at the um at the fire dragon was included in the game from that far back all the way um, like, yeah, uh, clearly this is an intentional decision. It, it, again, it speaks to the kind of sandboxy nature of this, um, which then again gets into, I think the kind of collective player response of, you know, how much of it is, do you, what kind of experience do you want to have? Do you want to figure out stuff on your own? Do you want to look into the wikis for the best builds and, bet- and things that particular mm-hmm. bosses are, are, you know, weak to, etc.
1: Yeah. So, which provides? I've been thinking about making, doing a poll on post or post uh, maybe it's just one of the comments below if you feel like it, but I'm considering changing, like, doing a build, a respec. I have the respec, all the respec items. I haven't done yet, but uh, if you suggest to me a cool build, I will. I think I'm, I think I'm about level one ten. If you suggest a cool build, uh, I will change my build to it if it's if it sounds good. Um, but the uh, the community stuff is very interesting because it's so the game is open world and it it's very it's really cool open world because they don't signpost everything and tell you where everything is. And like, if you, if you get a quest from a quest giver, he'll just say like, Hey, go around here. And maybe it's over here and figure stuff out. Uh, the game's like very opaque with how quests are supposed to be done to the point where it's actually, I mean, it's cool. Like it gives the world a different feeling, right? Where you just like run into people and like get stuff from them or, you know, have to like go actually look around for something. instead of just following a beacon on a open world map, which is very cool. And it's, but the a lot of the quest lines are almost undoable without a guide like there are side quests that are literally like how ha- there's no there's no way there's like there's multiple po- I did a quest line that uh, I don't I want to see if you'll do it because I, I don't want to spoil it yet because it's got some like cool stuff going on the- thematically and in terms of like what the world is and lore wise but there's absolutely no way you could there are multiple points that like it does it's you have to go to certain sites of grace and do certain things that you don't even know exist without a guide because they're, like, hidden. Well,
0: that let's you, see if I can figure I'm curious. I'm going to see if I can figure it out because, um, yeah, I don't I – don't. i I'm deliberately avoiding as much of that as I no, possibly can. No, like, I can.
1: probably like, – like, there is – there is <laughs> no way. Like Then I'll just miss like, it. Like, <laughs> I saw the community was, like, like holy shit, how the hell we're supposed to – the best thing is that it is linked to, like, a, I, I – I was doing it because I thought it was a cool quest. And I would just Google how to do the next thing. This is just, like retarded. There's no way. There's no way. I want. I want to interact with these cool characters again, but I don't even know how because they 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 left somewhere. You know, so I. Uh, I, I was, like, okay, looking well at maybe the I guide. don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I was looking at the guides, and it's like, oh, this is so like this is so this is so dirty. Like, there's no. There's no way. It, it, there's actually one like main story beat that's like that where it's like. How would I? How am I supposed to know to do that thing? Like uh, the main, I was stuck on the mainline story without even knowing I was stuck because I was just going on doing stuff. At a certain point, like okay, well, I beat this guy who's like a a boss. It seemed very important story based, but like you're supposed to rest at a site of grace, not near him, but right by him, and it pops a thing. But I just like touched the grace point because I didn't need to, I didn't need any special to heal or level up at that point, so I just touched that and walked away. And like went back into the worlds to do stuff, and I'd like I had to like use a guide to figure that out because there's no reason for you to ever go back to that grace point. It's in the middle of nowhere by nothing, um, but you have to go there and do certain things in the grace point menu, and I w- I was it's almost it is, I think like too opaque to be done by a normal person. It, it's 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 it's, it's a unique thing and i think the game understands that it's made for to have like a wiki a community and a wiki and walkthroughs and i i think that's good That's it's just a different way to do it but i think it's almost impossible to play the open like i think i don't i don't think i would have ever found that had i not consulted a wiki you know ever um and i don't have a problem with that like that's how that game is the game is made and you know it's kind of balanced i don't want to say balanced because of the worry word but it's like the game is definitely designed around you consulting a walkthrough at some point it's not it's not a single player experience even if you don't summon or invade it is
0: yeah it is ra- a yes 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 it it's is like inherently, an arcade yeah.
1: game with it's like it's like <laughs> an arcade game with your buddies like hey how, how do i get you're in an arcade like hey how do i beat this boss you know and you could. It's yeah. totally acceptable like hey ask your buddy how would you beat this guy or how'd you do xyz how'd you get that weapon you know like i'll watch a video online or youtube and like oh, that's a cool sword he's got i want to where's that sword i'm gonna just google sword name location and i i feel no shame in doing that you know absolutely uh, that's how i got that's how i got my cool sword you know <laughs> I, I i i saw Google sword name location and there we go um hmm.
0: Okay. Um, was was there was there anything else? Did we? What did we?
1: Do you want to do the lore stuff or like? The yeah, that's
0: what the I. People? Yeah, yeah, yes, definitely. We should talk a little bit about lore and then. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, do, you want to,
1: do, you want to, do you want to do first? Do you want to do like a build update on how you're doing your stuff?
0: Well, I haven't actually had it. I've, I've sort of been on. I've just been busy with IRL stuff for a little bit, so I haven't. Um, like my my build is kind of where where I left it. Although I, I think I. Um, like I got, I got dexterity. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm way lower level. I'm like less than half of your level uh, at this point. And, um, but I think I kind of maxed out on dexterity for now, which is, you know, I, th- I think okay. I think I'm gonna try to start scaling, uh, either faith or at least to a certain point. Or, um, what I really want to do is intelligence. Like I think this, this game is, is, um, and I kind of got a little of that from from Bloodborne. There was like cool spells, but you know, required just insane. Uh, leveling in, in intelligence and, and uh, I think that there's going to be cool stuff for like a dexterity intelligence build um, which I would kind of gravitate towards anyway but it's it's obviously going to take time
1: yeah I'm in a weird spot which is why I'm open up respect suggestions where I was kind of doing strength decks because that's what my sword scales off of but strength decks kind of sucks um, because it just does and uh, because strength is kind of un, is under appreciated in a lot of ways, and under under, the, it's not. Yeah, the game strength is, is
0: another one of those traps. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, at um, least in this game.
1: Yeah, or just I think or a lot of things. I think certain skills are kind of overpowered. So I I'm trying to like, my weapon does some kind of bleed. It's not a bleed weapon. It is it has a bleed effect. but It's not like a big a massive bleed effect. So I, I rarely proc the bleed effect, status effect in enemies. Um, and that's because I, I didn't put anything in Arcane and bleed a lot of, uh, Arcane skill, which is like luck, basically, is tied to Arcane. And so yeah, I was not of...
0: clear at all on what Arcane even is, really.
1: It's basically luck, um, but I mean, there's a little more going on, but it's, I would, I think basically it's, it's how often do you proc certain effects, status effects, um, and it also is a barrier, it's, you know, it's, there's a minimum, minimum threshold for certain things as well. But, uh. Yeah I I've been using uh also well there's there's like ways you can kind of game strength if you, if you two-hand a weapon you can actually get like 50% strength bonus which is pretty substantial once you get high level if you have like 40 strength and you put two hands on your sword you get 60 yeah, yeah, strength yeah 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 which is a big yeah. deal you know um but yeah yeah I've kind of been stuck in the strength in strength decks and I've been like realizing that I need to put more points in an arcane, but I'm pretty high level now. It's almost too late to really like change a build uh, in game. I, I also do like respec, but I do have like three or four of the respec items. I'm not worried about like respecing. Um, and it's the game's pretty generous with weapon upgrades as well. Like, I could max level another weapon if I want to, and I have. Um, I just find like the familiarity once you watch you kind of figure out what weapons move set. Uh, the familiarity is. Uh, you know, it, it makes you better with it than you would be with a, a more, a better on-paper weapon, you know. The, uh, the, the the Bloodhound Fang I use right now has a pretty good, a really good, kind of very long-ranged light attack. Um, it's got a big swing. Its special is very unique in that it is a, upper. it's like a heavy attack, but with a, part of the attack animation is a backwards roll. So it, it's a heavy attack that creates space, which is really dirty. And then after that heavy attack, it can do like an anime you know like warp into so you can uppercut roll back and then do a heavy attack and it'll do like the anime like warp forward into the into the enemy's face and do a really strong attack it's, it's really nasty especially against like uh not, it's not super useful against bosses but it, it it has it's situational but it's really good against like powerful enemies in the open world which you'll fight a lot it's a really good mini boss uh deal uh you know counter so i really right. like that weapon I kind of used. To, I want. I kind of want to build that'll stick stick with that weapon, but maybe be a little more effective and get some, get some more out of it because I definitely have uh, hit a wall in terms of in terms of like progression. Um, but yeah, that's my build update. Also, I've started, I've, i have sorry. I've put enough points into like I put like minimum. I think I put like minimum points into INT and faith and arcane to use certain spells. Like you really want to have status effects on your swords. You really want to have uh like certain spells. Like you wanna be able to have enough spells to do certain stuff, like cure poison and there's like kind of quality of life stuff. So I definitely, I definitely am doing that as well.
0: Um cool. Alright, well yeah, definitely suggestions welcome in the comments. Yeah. Um as for lore, I haven't as I said, I'm I, I'm sort of um uh haven't progressed that that much but i'm i I have some thoughts and and you know i'm reluctant i we are obviously we've we've taken a very heavily kind of like spoilers are gay kind of attitude of in things in general and so i'm not going to ask you like quote not to spoil me stuff but i i think you get what i'm saying so 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 the reason why
1: i think it's okay shakespeare's plays are like they he leads off with spoilers right that's how it works um and a good work of art shouldn't require you not knowing, like, the story beats, right? Like, a, a good story can be retold, right? Or, or you know, the, the, it shouldn't be a surprise. It shouldn't have to be a surprise. But there's this kind of... We're talking about what, what is, does your character do in this game? And it's a... And the the way, like, your character behaves in the world... We talk about, like, what archetype is he? And uh, we brought up... He's, there's, like a, there's obviously, like, a, a Ronin or a, you know... A cowboy gunfighter, or a knight—the kind of questing element to it—but I think the biggest archetype that your character is doing is a kind of a noir detective thing more than anything else. Even though it's a fantasy setting, not a not a you know a, a detective unraveling conspiracy in a city. You kind of come upon this world, and it's been there's been an apocalypse already, right? And your kind of goal is to figure out what happened and then address it like a detective unraveling a conspiracy and there's all kinds of forces pu- pulling you in certain directions and telling you certain things and maybe, maybe lying to you or not but it, and, it does, and they're all kind of let you will let you they're all kind of apathetic because the world's ended there no one actually is too invested in stopping you which is funny but they're the, the feel is very much i think of a Someone figuring out, like solving a murder, if you will, like what what caused the apocalypse, or who, or who can fix it? Which which of these factions is the best at fixing it? And that seems to be the, uh, you know, kind of like the the if not theme, like the archetype that the game is kind of riding on a lot.
0: Yeah, it's almost like it's like because I, I, uh, we were talking about that before uh, before the show, and and I and I definitely agree with with that take. And now that you're talking it talking about it more it's like a succession fight i think is is kind of the way to, to look at it it's sort of this is the elden ring right i mean this is the first cutscene. is you know the elden ring was shattered and and the children of this um deity or were you know there was this essentially like universe spanning civil war type thing and now it's like okay well who is going to claim the mantle of the elden ring right and and yeah it but it's like you know i guess um uh, yeah, there's a kind of murder mystery aspect to it in the context of this like um, uh, succession battle among deities and demi gods and so on.
1: And the and the other thing is that every everyone seems there's also like a obviously a lot of apathy in the world, and you you can if everyone seems like okay with it when you betray them, except for I mean, certain people don't. But the vast majority of people are like, well, you should back me, and for X Y Z. And if you don't, they're like, well, oh, well, this sucks. I'll still do, I'll still sell you items from my item shop or upgrade your stuff. Um, and that's a pretty common. I've only dealt with one, uh, like, actual betrayal. And, uh, um, you know, and there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of endings to this game. I did look at that. There's, like, there's like seven or six. So you can, you know... Find yourself doing certain things. Um, there's, it's, so it, there's the there's the, there's the nature of the the kind of figuring things out the kind of the detective bit. But there's also like a kind of a will to power element. Uh, that's where I think there's two attention like, ideas that have some tension that we discussed. And the first idea that I think is very obvious and it's part of just Western RPGs in a certain sense mechanically. So it's hard to get away from it. Is that the world is essentially a power vacuum that you step into as a new player. And every faction is basically extremely weak and apathetic and has kind of pulled themselves back, even in their, even in their territory to like just their castle up pretty much. And no one really cares to influence the world. They're all kind of, if not content, like they don't think they can change it. And you're, you as like the player are kind of a new faction that has a certain amount of will to power to change things and fight people, and you know that's that's kind of the element. Is so you can you can fight and get stronger, and you know make cut deals with these factions and kind of step into the power vacuum and you know, eventually you kind of rule the world right at the end, or the you're acquiring the runes to have the power and rule the world, or whatever. What if you do or not? It's kind of up to you. It seems it seems, but uh. There's there's, that, there's a big, like, element of kind of Nietzschean stuff where everyone else in this world is apathetic. You are arriving on it with a will to power, and you do, like, you make some changes. Like, you, the character definitely has a lot of influence on the world. Um, it's not represented super well mechanically. Like, even if you, like, beat a boss in an area, you can't, like, cl- ever clear it of enemies. But that's, yeah, that's also more of, like, the FromSoft... You know there's some dissonance i guess that you like when you kill like uh, Godric, right his castle infinitely respawns enemies that will attack you when they in theory, would just leave but it does feel like you are the uh like you're the major actor in this world and uh everyone kind of adjusts to you they don't they and they don't tend to like try to improve their lot mostly they'll ask for you to do quests for them but there was one uh, quest line I did where I got this guy the quest item, and he was just like, "Uh, you keep it, bro. I don't really want want that. I don't want to <laughs> follow my dreams. I don't want to follow my dreams that I that I and told you you know a couple hours ago were like the most important thing in my whole life that I needed this item for. You need it to do X Y Z other quests, You go do that. And that didn't that would feel weird in other RPGs, right? Like if you were in Skyrim and you turned in a quest item, it's like, eh, I don't care so much for it. It's all yours." after talking about how much he needed it, you know? I'd be like, "Wow, well, that's weird. But in this game, right. it kind of makes sense because no one actually wants anything in this world. They kind of just want to suffer alone and <laughs> kind of mess that up by helping. Like, yeah. that is the, a theme where, like, you will help a, a, a quest giver and, like, ruin their life, you know? You know, uh, oh, I, you, you go to, like, deliver somebody the thing and you come back to them and they got stabbed or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, well, there was... I think that's uh the... That was... uh That's kind of the most emotionally affecting vignette. And maybe one of the things you were talking about in uh, so far that I've encountered was the, um, this innocent girl. And I, I want to put a mental pin on that. Cause we got to talk about the, the incel thing and then, and then maybe wrap up. Um, but the, uh, there's this innocent girl who clearly just like survived an ambush on her, um, whatever caravan. And asks you to deliver a letter to her father, in the castle, down below. And so you go. It's like okay. So you go and you fight through the, what? What? I guess they're other. Are they other tarnished? It's not clear. In Dark Souls, everybody was undead. I'm not entirely clear what the mooks are. Um, I mean, the ones that aren't. Oh, the demi,
1: the demi humans.
0: Demi humans. Is that what they are? Okay. But Uh, tarnished and demi. But but tarnished and not. Demi humans. They're not. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so Tarn- you
1: tarnished are, tarnished are basically people with agency at a certain point, like, yeah, which is see is tarnished,
0: yeah, which is I don't quite maybe that's a lore, lore point and, and I'll learn more about that. But, um, in any case, yeah, so you fight your way to the top of the castle, you meet her dad, and uh, and he's like, Oh, um, thanks for bringing me this, tell her, you know, I'll see her, um, later, you know, when um, I have some stuff to do and you go back to where she is and of course she's dead uh and uh and if you visit again later um you know he's there and and he's like oh shit i fucked up so bad um and then later 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 uh I, i was wandering around and i came across a shack in the woods called the revenge shack or something and um his spirit, I guess, manifested, and then he gave me a cool weapon when, he, when I defeated. It was a hard, relatively hard fight. I mean, it was a you know, human-style NPC um, duel, and uh, those can be fun, too. And, uh, but, yeah, it was... Um,
1: uh, sp- speaking of cheese, I didn't do it, but I saw a walkthrough that said, after, you t- after he gives you his speech about how he fucked up, and he's, like, very sad the meta game, the best way to handle that next fight is just to kill him right then and there
0: <laughs>
1: because he'd draw, he'll drop all his gear that he'll he give shit. you. Yeah. And he doesn't, but he doesn't fight back.
0: <laughs> right. So, oh man. Which is <laughs> really, so you could just, funny. yeah. Well, and, and I, that strikes me as probably having been intentional and in that like, yeah, if you want to like, like, cause like the psychological mood in that scene is he's just extremely, I mean, obviously he just, his daughter's dead cause he was neglectful and stupid. Um, and maybe he's not going to fight back if someone attacks him out of the blue in that moment. Um, so, yeah, no, I that that was actually like the the NPC. I I, I do rather enjoy the duels, um, the NPC duels, and and that was a on the not like super hard, but on the harder harder end. But I I just enjoyed it, and I it, you know wasn't and I, I didn't have to beat my head against it too hard in the end to um to win that fight. But but yeah, I think it speaks to the to the point you're making about just the theme, and I don't know how important or if um. You know that's going to be important in any certain terms, in terms of the 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 narrative. What I will say on the on the note about the um, th- I think the maiden thing, because I I, met, I, re- I was listening to a little bit of our our first uh, episode on Elden Ring, and I realized I brought up this thing about the maidens, and um, we never rounded it out. But did did you have more on that? Did you want to talk more? Sorry, before we, we transition, maybe.
1: Oh uh, no, no, we go to the the maiden stuff, uh, the G, all the GF stuff.
0: Well, it it speaks to the um. So you were you were saying before about like how tarnished have agency, and you, you enter this world as like like a almost uniquely age, uh, uh, tarnished with almost a unique level of, of agency, and that's um, yeah it's 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 interesting that well, the, kind it, of- the game makes
1: quite clear that you are not on par with the demigods in power yet, but you are on par with them as like an actor. Yes. So that makes sense? Yes, like,
0: absolutely. Well, in some ways even superior, for, or, or at least there was, so the, one of the first scenes is there's this, um, one of the female archetypes, um, I don't remember, uh, this is uh, like a last you know, notes within notes, but yeah, one of the female archetypes is the one who gives you, she appears to you out of the blue early on in the game, of course you accept her invitation because you kind of screwed if you don't, and, and oh yeah, that was the, in fact, one of the, basically the first words that you hear an NPC tell you from the, the guy in the creepy white mask is like oh you're gonna have a problem until you get a girlfriend. Um, like you need you need a girlfriend in order to level up essentially. And so a girl appears out of thin air magically because that's how you get GFs IRL. And um, she gives you a horse and says you're a very special boy. Um, here's a horse. And uh, and then you you know as you progress through the game and eventually you know I forget if it's she or some friend of hers.
1: There's two potential potential GFs, right? Yeah, there's like two p- potential GFs. I think that they introduce you to. It's the girl who's like messed up with the face, and then the, the witch girl are kind of both. Yeah, both
0: right, superior. right, right. Yeah, um, I forget which one I chose. That was the 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 note within the note that I want to talk about was was um maybe just a brief aside and and something to talk about another time maybe is um how like the, the I, I really I started keeping a notebook because like the game doesn't have a quest journal which is great it, it it's fantastic I'm glad that they did it it's it's a throwback to like 1980s 1990s style dungeon crawlers with the grid maps that you have to keep by pencil by yourself you know because the game doesn't have an auto map and um, but rather than doing it at a kind of mechanical level in terms of interacting with the game for just like the kind of baseline um Mechanical challenge. It's in order to keep the lore straight and your quest line straight and that kind of stuff. And and you know they'll say a name once, say a meet meet a person here and never say it again. And the per if you try to ask the same the person who gave you that quest again about it, he'll just tell you to fuck off. <laughs> and so write that shit down and and uh, like IRL with your notepad because you are your character. He's forcing you to roleplay. It's great. Um, in any case, yeah. So so uh, so the. Um, the the girl gives you the horse and then there's this interesting aside it was like oh i knew i chose you you know so it was like it was kind of like it wasn't necessarily 100 certain like you're not you're not the 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 harry potter like you know child of destiny just because it's like no you, you you know there's some question here there's some room for slippage but um but yeah it's it's you 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 are in some sense elevated and and um selected at the outset and then like are the to some extent the the kind of narrative um theme is is living up to that selection i I, at least that's what i'm getting out of it
1: uh yeah i i think the the gfs get less important as the game goes on uh because you become like a more of a as you gain more power you gain more agency and uh i did do like I ended up. I did like the very long quest line, and like effectively got Witch GF. Um, I did all the stuff. That uh, was a long quest line, and it, I got. There's a lot of cool boss fights. I recommend if you're playing the game, maybe you maybe if you can if you can figure it out, do do more of the Witch GF stuff because
0: I think the one mean the best the, boss. Do you, you mean the blue was, witch? Yeah. Yeah, that was the one that I would go. I would clearly she was speaking my language. She was like, "All this shit's gay," like you know join me and we're going to fuck it up. And I'm like, yeah.
1: Well, it seems like every faction has, almost, almost, there's a most fact. Some factions don't, but every faction you've been around is like, Hey, let's burn it down. bro. Like there's one that's like, uh, they were, we talked, there's like, have you, have you met any of the, the frenzy people yet?
0: No, I don't think so. I met the, so, I, so the white mask guy was like, he's, he's like, like, Oh, he's, by th-
2: he's,
1: he, he's a frenzy guy. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So then he, he was like, Hey, by the way, you can kill people for fun. I'm like, tell yeah. me more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um they're interested there's there's like the dark brotherhood people there's him and both of them ha- seem to have like their factions that are like hey let's let's do this is this is gay. like every everyone agrees like the system is bad because it's this funny mirror i think of reality right where every political faction at a certain point if you dig down is like yeah this whole thing is terrible it needs to go like neoliberalism is you know hell at a certain point and but every, no one has like the agency or power to deal with it except for you which is a you know also Maybe true <laughs> commentary on commentary on you know how people view themselves and society but yeah uh the frenzy guys were speaking like they, they 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 were like interesting they did some interesting stuff but then uh one like was doing some real like some real commie commie bullshit <laughs> so i just attacked him <laughs> and started a fight with a nice strong enemy <laughs> like, oh, this is, that, that, you
0: did know you what? beat him could you beat him
1: the, oh yeah yeah um, nice Almost every NPC, you can fight almost every. Almost NPC
0: anyone, in the game. yeah. I accidentally drew aggro on someone. I'm like, fuck. I'm looking for. I'm, I'm sure there's some mechanic to.
1: It's it's there is a mechanic to de aggro. I don't know if every NPC can do it though.
0: Whatever. Um, well, if you, if I can't, I can't. Yeah. You know, that's part of the that's part of the thing.
1: Yeah. Have you met Have you met the Pope yet?
0: No, that's funny. No, well, I'm like, yeah. No, is he is he in the um? Is he is in the big like the shiny capital?
1: No, no, he's got a, he's in a little cathedral. It's like on a mountain somewhere. Uh Okay. It's kind of it's it's also it's that Asian thing of like not quite understanding what a bishop does. Yeah, pope I, does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah totally. Uh, it's he, he's more he's very monk like for a
0: bishop for pope. or a pope. Thing. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Uh That's funny. Um okay, was there was there anything else you wanted to hit, or maybe we should? Okay, no, I want to talk about. Okay, we we didn't we didn't. I want to talk about the the GF incel angle to it. So it's interesting. I I don't quite, um, I don't quite get what he's doing yet. But it's clear that he's doing something. Um, it's it's funny that he gives you a whore just in your like chill zone whenever you want. I haven't partaken, and I'm not going to. You were saying, I guess. So what is it? She gives you a buff, but then there's a worse debuff for a period of time. No, is that?
1: No, no, it's a. There's a debuff and a, there's a buff to certain things, but you take a health, uh, twenty five percent health penalty. Hmm. Um, hmm. And there's there's. there's actually so you give her your vril
0: in exchange for something? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I d- actually did that quest line. It's actually quite. I, I enjoyed it. Uh. But you know, I'm not gonna talk to talk, You know, discuss that that whole quest line. Also, that that's another one I had to do guides for because it's really stupid. Like, it's not. It's. <laughs> You know, it's, there's, well, here's
0: here's another example where your intuition as a player is like, I'm just not even gonna fuck with that, right? And like <laughs> yeah, literally. If, if,
1: so I had one moment that really, it wasn't that, really spiked my player intuition of like, I'm not gonna fuck with that. But it it was it was similar. Uh, and then I was like, wait, I'm just gonna wiki this and see how this how this how this plays out. It's like, oh wait, it's a really cool boss fight. If I don't do this, I'll miss all this.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so you just wanted the boss fight.
1: And also, it has no negative effects on anything else. You know, there was no negative sure. effects on anything else. Okay. Um, I, mm. I, and I was like, oh well, it wasn't. Mm. It wasn't that 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 fight. That there's 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 more negative intuition in that fight. Also, the game is very chill on you. Like, if you get somebody killed, it's not a big deal usually, because you can get their bell bearing and just have their items in the shop. Like, if there's an NPC that gives you X Y Z products that you only only get from them, and in their quest line they get killed or you you kill them. You can still buy their stuff at the shop. Like, that happened to me a couple times. I didn't even know
0: um, what a bell bearing was. I was like, why Why offer bell bearing? What the fuck does that even mean? And I'm like, so now, you've, I, now I've learned. Cool, thanks.
1: Yeah. Also, if you really want to be a bastard, you can, all the merchants, so that were open world, mm-hmm. you can just you can kill them all. and Just
0: take all their shit. One, but he warned you. The first one you know, was you... like, don't kill us. We're going to fucking make your life oh, yeah.
1: hell. I mean, you can, you can roll, roll out dice how you want. But you can sure. get all their bell bearings and give them to the bell bearing lady. And then she becomes the master shop that you can just buy everything from without having to go and. Any of these <laughs> but honestly, I
0: haven't world. really. So far, at least, uh, I've only encountered, I don't know, half a dozen merchants or so. Like, they have. You know, I always buy the smithing stones first and then, like what sometimes they'll have something worthwhile, but usually it's just like arrows or something. It's like, I don't need to, you know, I would
1: also advise you, you buy the stone sword keys whenever you see them.
0: Yes. Yes. That, uh, that's always the first thing I spend money on. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, always, always, always. Um, and then smithing stones and then like something, you know, something shiny that looks cool. And there's not necessarily much of that. So, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious to see where he goes though with the, like, because that's an interesting um, wrinkle in the formula is this idea of, like, no, you need a companion. You need a female companion. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. Um, that was never, like, a ex- explicit or implicit or at all kind of a thing. And in, in, uh, I guess I have, again, with the caveat of Sekiro, which I, I assume is pretty. Well, no, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, thinking about it, interestingly, so, Demon Souls. She wasn't your GF exactly, but she was. She was a very cool um, visual design character. Um, I'll, I'll send. Find it. I'll send you a picture. But, but basically. So I, I, oh, did, I've
1: been. I have, a, I have a thing on this because I'm not familiar with the with the genre. Um, and I don't think there was one in Sekiro, but there was some talk in the community. That this the current. They call them like level up girlfriends. It's <laughs> the joke. Yeah. That this is the best level up girlfriend. But apparently, other games do have some kind of chick involved with leveling up De- in demon souls in
0: particular i the i don't even know if she had a name um but she she was like this this woman of prophecy who was blind because there was candle wax over her eyes at all times um and and she would help you out i think you could kill her i don't remember. i never dared um but um yeah, she was a she was a very interesting kind of character, and she was in Demon Souls and kind of not. She was at a more of a distance removed. She was just kind of like so. The Demon Souls sort of takes place in this um, cathedral at the junction between planes of existence, and she's like the maiden. She's like the the Vestal Virgin tending to the flame in this, um, you know, multiversal cathedral uh, or something like that. I don't remember all the fucking lore. Who knows? But but that was that's what I remember out of it. And, um, so she, she wasn't like your GF, but she was, she was there for you. And you were the only, and that was the, I guess the other, the, the, the dynamic wasn't, it was more like other people had tried and failed. You're the most recent, the latest, and perhaps the last, um, like hope. And, and so she is invested in your success for that reason. But it's but she's a very. I'm actually giving her way more thematic. Like she was, she's thematically not. I mean, she's she's like in most of the cutscenes, just because there's not a whole lot of cutscenes. But she, it, it, it's thematically, she's almost non-existent other than that. Um, Whereas this is like woven into the narrative.
1: Yeah, I don't want to do too much spoiler stuff, but like, it got very explicit that like, you were in a romantic relationship with one of the girls. That if you do a certain quest line, like, if you do the certain things, like. It implies a romance, which was interesting. It's very bare bones up, it's the Souls game. Right. But like there are strong implications of like, oh that's, we're, cool. we're yeah. an item we're an item. We're which an is item now.
0: Yeah. Consort, divine consort. No, I'm super I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think that's like when I first um saw this, I was like, Okay, this is it felt a little dissonant. Maybe it maybe it is a little dissonant, but I also well, like I, it like, works. I you had know? to go
1: I had to go way off the beaten path to do this stuff too. Like it was there was no way that it was intentional. Um, like you know, what I think I know.
0: Won't. Is this also for the blue GF? I'm I'm a hundred percent. I'm I'm committed. I'm gonna do my damnedest to get through blue GF's. Um, that was actually when I started taking notes. Was like was yeah. in those conversations? Oh yes,
1: but you also you can fuck up blue GF pretty easily. I had to use oh, okay. guides because cause you can fuck it up like way. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there.
0: Well, <laughs> again with the role a, playing you know life, yeah. life, art imitates life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, um, yeah, maybe I just have to live with the disappointment of you know she could have been the one. Yeah, that's <laughs> all. Right, all right, that's probably a good uh, place to end it. Unless you, you did you did you have more? Was there more you wanted to to say?
1: Uh, no, no, that's basically it. I kind of want to get into Nishian versus. Zen yeah, stuff. yeah. But Buddhism we'll, and Nietzscheanism. We can save that. We, we can, can save, save that. Cause, yeah, because there is this tension between Nietzsche, and the funny, they're both like, I don't want to call it. They're not even like big narratives. They're almost like sub narratives because any Japanese media product will have a certain Zen undertone, and any Western RPG product will have a certain Nietzschean undertone. But they're both pretty explicit in this narrative. Like, they're not being minimized, and there is a pretty big tension between the two. which you? I, I want to talk about it, but I want you to have played more. Yeah. I'll too, play more so. of
0: the, more of the game, get through more of the narrative and, and we'll reconvene probably with, um, Loritz or maybe we can save him for when we've beaten the game. I don't know. Or, or maybe we could do both. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, also depends on his schedule. Okay, cool. Well, thanks as always. This has been great. Lots of fun. Um, hope you all enjoy, uh, again, drop, feel free to drop, uh, not spoilers, please, but, uh, uh, build suggestions and, and so on. And um. Yeah, stuff I will like respect
1: it. If if it's cool, if you sell me on it, I will respect into that area. I awesome. like to keep the keep my sword, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm thinking I'm gonna become. I'm thinking I'm gonna do like a light. I, I think I'm gonna do samurai wizard, like not samurai, whatever. I don't know wizard with a samurai sword. I think that's sort of what I'm tending towards, and and I'm kind of I don't know. We'll we'll see, but I I think I would like to do that. So um, yeah. All right. Uh, take care, everybody.